started with this week's edition of Bowling with Bobcat, I'd like to give a special shout out to our new friends Nate, Moose, and Benny from the Everyone Has a Sports Podcast. These guys love to talk sports and drink cheap booze, just like you and me, but pride themselves on being different from other sports podcasts. They weave comedy, storytelling, and sports into one hour of podcasting per week. Be sure to check out the Everyone Has a Sports Podcast on all your favorite podcast apps, distributed by Stove Leg Media. Read, write, review, tell your friends, and tell them that Bum Wine Bob sent you. And don't forget, now that the 2019 NFL preseason is in full swing, the BumWineBob.com NFL Pick'em League is officially open on Yahoo. Come on, join the fun. We got a whole group of guys out there picking games, no point spreads, just pick the winners. That's it, nothing fancy, nothing crazy. Join the group on Yahoo, football.fantasysports.yahoo.com slash pick'em. It's group ID 4615, and the password is Bobcat2019. And don't forget, now that the football season is right around the corner, that means Tallboy Thursday returns week one of the NFL season. We have some great drinks on tap for you guys this season. And hey, you never know. You never know what's coming down the line here at Bone with Bobcats. So grab yourself a drink and enjoy this week's show. Cheers. All right, all right, all right. This is Bone with Bob coming at you with an all-new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. And this week we have a very special guest joining the show. You might have seen her make her way at bumwinebob.com a few months ago. You can find her uh, many places all over this uh, great United States. Uh, she calls herself the girl that drinks or this girl drinks. She, either way, she likes to drink. I like to drink. You guys like to drink. We'll welcome Samantha to the show. Samantha, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. No problem, no problem. I'm glad you could take the time out of your very busy schedule. And I was just going over your Instagram. I know you're all over the place all the time, always drinking something, which is good. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way you can survive without much travel and jumping all over time zones. So, yeah, yeah. When you 
the only thing to kind of keep you sane throughout the whole process, making sure you have a nice drink in your hand throughout your, your travels. So, so I'll raise my drink to you and, and cheers you and welcome you to the show. Cheers. So do you have a, uh, a special drink on tap for, uh, for this evening? Are you keeping it simple? Are you going crazy? I mean, what's, what's, you know, what's I on like your mind? I feel like it's most <laughs> appropriate for me to have my classic 7 and 7. Um, it's kind of my signature. So I felt like it was uh, as bum wine as I could get for a <laughs> Monday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame you. I know not everybody wants to get, you know, uh, too crazy, you know. We're recording on a on a Monday night here, and you know you're just <laughs> getting started with the week. You don't want to, you know, take a deep dive into the uh, into the Mad Dog Margaritas quite yet. I mean, it's still <laughs> early in the week. Maybe by the weekend, but maybe by the time we're done chatting here today, maybe I'll have uh, persuaded you, or or maybe dr- drive you to drinking. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, it could like be the case. I'm not. It doesn't take a lot to twist my arm. I can say that much. No, no, no. I, I can. I can see that. And and the Seagram Seven and Seven was the drink kind of in your feature you did a few months back. If you haven't checked it out already, uh, Samantha did a nice special post for all the readers at bumwinebob.com, giving her her top five or was it top top three. Because we can only go three, you know, it's, it's got to keep it short and simple for people, you know, these days with their short attention spans. They can't uh, have a list, you know, longer than, <laughs> than three things. We want to keep it simple for everybody. But she gave her top three uh, dive bar commandments. I mean, everybody loves a nice dive bar. And if you haven't checked it out, be sure that you do. And it's a nice little... A few unspoken rules, you know, in the the dive bar world. But now she's here sipping on the drink with us, and it's it's a perfect fit. So I, I think it's a great great choice. Yeah, I felt I honestly I've kind of been getting into craft beer a little bit lately, which I feel like is a little taboo, and it just didn't feel right to to crack a craft beer um, tonight. So seven and seven, it's always my go to. Um, no matter where I'm at in the country, it's always going to be pretty much the same. So it's uh, it's kind of my safety blanket. Yeah, it's something you know you can pretty much get at most places where you end up. It's not anything, you know, too fancy. It's simple, straight to the point. I mean, uh, I haven't had a 7-7 seven and seven in, in quite a while. I mean, it's probably been... Uh... A couple years, I think, at this point that I've I've had one, but but it's always been a great drink. So I kind of have to add that to my list of things to you know enjoy in the <laughs> the coming uh, days or weeks. We'll see where we end up. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll persuade you to get back on the seven and seven bandwagon. Yeah, see, there you go. See, yeah, it's nothing wrong with that, and it's kind of on the uh, the more basic, cheaper side of things it's not something that's going to break the bank either so anything that i can drink cheap and will get me a nice buzz is always good in my book exactly that's i think that's why it's one of my go-tos i mean i used to kind of be like a gin and tonic person um but you know like there's some times where that's just not what you're after drinking so it's always although i will say i have had to tell some bartenders what's in it <laughs> um, and that's always a great sign when I have to tell them what is in the drink. But um, yeah, I just I think it's one of those like forgotten classics. Like everybody knows Jack and Coke or like even a rum and Coke. 
but a seven and seven is just a solid standby. Yeah, like I said, it's simple. It's right to the point. Like uh, last week, I was drinking the uh, the Jim Beam apple and and ginger ale, which I thought was a which was a good drink. Just a nice little shooter bottle of that, and mix that up. And sometimes you forget how some basic drinks can be, you know, really good and easy as a quick go-to to just kind of take the edge off a little bit after a long day. You want to relax. You don't want a beer. Just mix something up really quick and just, you know, enjoy it. That's the thing is it's stuff that you can have like on hand, like a dusty bottle of like Seagram's or like the flavor, you know, any of that flavored stuff too can kind of change it up really easily. Um, that's a good combo though. Apple and ginger. I like that. I'm going to have to yeah. give that a try. Yeah, it, it was, I was kind of, I was looking, I had a couple little shooters of the Jim Beam apple sitting around and I had some ginger ale and I, I looked it up really quick. I'm like, would this be good? And did a Google search really quick. I'm like, are people actually drinking this? And <laughs> lo and behold, uh, I'm I'm not surprised. You know, people will drink pretty much anything uh, these days. I mean, look at me. But <laughs> um, uh, it, it was right there, like on the list on like the Jim Beam website it was like, oh, mix up, you know, Jim Beam apple, ginger ale, put it over ice and you're pretty much uh, good to go. And I did it, you know, we, Two simple ingredients, people. I mean, it's not – you can't screw it up. So That's my law, the, the two-ingredient dive bar law. So I there's no reason in a dive bar that your drink should be more than two ingredients. Change it up however you want, but two, two is the limit. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, especially at a dive bar, you go in there, you start asking for something extravagant. Uh, most likely, it's not going to end up the way that – you've had it in the past or picture it in your mind, <laughs> uh, depending on the bartender. I mean, some dive bars do have some really good bartenders that will come up with some concoctions that you've never heard of. But then there are some times where if it's not, you know, uh, pour me a beer or get me a shot, they'll just kind of stare at you like, what the hell do you want? <laughs> exactly. And that's where the whole inspiration, even for my post and my dive bar rules kind of came from. Um, and she'd kill me, so I won't name her. But one of my dear, dear friends, we were in San Francisco um, at a dive bar that, I mean, it's like the kind of place that does bingo. And, <laughs> you know, it's that kind of place. Yeah, yeah. Loved it. But, you know, it's dark. It's dim lit. They have bingo. And so she goes up to the bar and she was into mojitos at the time and she looked at this guy and asked for a mojito and I swear like time stopped he looked to me he looked to her he looked back to me like somebody say something because I what am I supposed to say to her <laughs> and he's like uh I I don't have mint and so then she's stumped I step in I'm like two rum and cokes <laughs> Get us out of here. Yeah, yeah, something. Can you do that? Is that is that good enough? <laughs> like, but it was just, you know, she, that's what she was into at the time. I don't think she'd ever really been to a dive bar, um, let alone one in the heart of San Francisco. And so it just always stuck with me, like, that moment of just pure awkward. Like, the bartender didn't know what to say. She didn't know what to order. And uh, I never forgot that moment. And that, from that point on, I was like, at a dive bar, you're ordering a beer or a two-ingredient drink, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You don't want to end up in that situation once again where it's just that 
awkward blank stare of, okay, all right, who's going to say something first? All right, you can do it or you can't do it. Uh, just, just let me know so we're not just staring at each other blankly. <laughs> exactly. My thing is most of the time, I mean, and I am... I'm known, I love dive bars, I hunt them out, I am totally cool being the weird, not local person that finds the shady, shysty dive bars, Um, but I don't think I want mint, even if they had it, I don't think that I want a mojito in a place like that. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with you there, I mean, you kind of want something nice and fresh, you know, and that mint might have been (laughs) sitting there for quite a while, and yeah, yeah. The same thing, too, where there's some certain dive bars you go into and you look around and you, and you know, like, okay, this is a place where I should not get a beer on tap uh, here. <laughs> right, yeah, like, I don't know when the last time those hoses got cleaned. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're like, you're like, yeah, I'm just going to get a bottle of uh, whatever you have here. Uh, I don't care what, you know, draft beer special you have because it might come with little extra uh, ingredients, uh, I guess we could say, uh, yes. with it. So it's like, I'll just, uh, yeah, keep, keep it simple. Know, uh, know your limits when you're out there, uh, searching for and enjoying any dive bars. <laughs> yes. Read the room. That's what I say. Read the room. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. See, what is everybody else drinking here? If you look around, you okay. 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 They have, uh, you know, a mixed drink, mixed drink. Okay. There's a bottle of beer, bottle of beer. You're like, okay. It's you know two dollar draft beers, but I don't spot one in the in the crowd, and it looks like it's a bunch of the uh, the locals that are in there. It's like, all right, I'll just take a a bottle of I'll pay the extra you know dollar fifty or <laughs> whatever it is to just know that I'll be uh, a little bit uh, on the safer side. Exactly, and that's what I think. Like you just have to look around and see. Uh, don't get crazy. Don't put yourself in that awkward situation. Yeah, yeah, just play it safe out there. Take take our advice here, and when you're out there, you know, I mean, if they don't have any of your favorites, you know, any of your, you know, favorite bum wines on tap, I mean, most likely not. But you never know; you might get lucky. Just uh, keep it keep it simple out there. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, yeah, I'm keeping it simple here tonight, just with uh, had a bunch of uh, Coors Light left over from a party a few weeks ago so kind of one of those where you have to kind of clear out you know the fridge and the the leftover beers so so like i said too you're keeping it simple for you know monday night i'm doing the uh the same thing here excellent have you seen the mini coors light that just came out i saw that i saw the i saw the post you had uh uh, whenever that was a few weeks ago with the uh the little the little guy of the <laughs> the cords light next to the uh the standard size it it blew my mind it, it, they're excellent for shotgunning that became a huge thing that day with shotgunning tiny eight ounce cords lights um it, it it's like why why do you need a beer that small but yeah now yeah. you do yeah i mean and you know i get it you know sometimes it's kind of like a novelty thing because it's like I don't really need to buy, you know, an eight ounce, like a six pack of eight ounce beers. So I could just get a twelve pack of or a six pack of twelve ounce beers. It's like I get why you have it, but I don't kind of get it at the same time. It's like 
all right. If if you want that, that's fine. Right, and that's what I think. To be, I mean, it's one of those things. I think that they just get you on the hook because I didn't even look at how much they cost. I just saw them. We were going to the lake. I knew that that was going to be hilarious for people to open up the cooler and see mini Coors Light cans. So I'm like a total victim to marketing. Uh, yeah. So they had me. I saw them. I knew that they would be hilarious. And so I didn't, I mean, they could be <laughs> as expensive as a regular 12 pack and I would have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll fall victim to the same thing at times too. Like I, from time to time I'll get the, uh, like the eight ounce, the pony bottles of like Rolling Rock or Miller High Life, you yeah. know, things like that. And it's like, usually they come in like an eight pack instead of a six pack. So you're probably spending about the same price for maybe just a little bit less beer, but they're cute little, you know, bottles. So yeah, sure. It's like two sips and you're done with one, <laughs> but, but but they're cute. The they're nice. It, exactly. Yeah. It's 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 fun, you know, to you know, switch it up a little bit from time to time and say, oh, you know what? I'll get the little bottle tonight, and I'll have to drink like you know, thirty of these just to get the <laughs> amount of <laughs> of you know a, a regular you know you know eighteen pack. But hey, it's it's okay. Well, and you have to be careful because the pack looks just identical to, you know, a full-size can. And I actually have a buddy who says he was in a hurry. He grabbed it off the shelf. He went to the pool party, went to dump it in the cooler, and was uh, not so pleasantly surprised yeah, to see yeah, you're he like, bought many children's size beers. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a second. Why is this beer so much smaller than the others? You're like, oh, son of a bitch, they got me. <laughs> Exactly. It's and like they put them right next to the the full size ones, so you just are. grab it quick. You you go, and then next thing you know, you're already at your you're destination. You're the life of the party, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, who's the guy with the uh, the little baby beers uh, over here?" But but hey, they're they're fun. They're cute for something different. For you know, maybe I was gonna say maybe for day drinking, it's it's better, but depends on how you're kind of pacing you're drinking because i mean yeah you say oh i'm just gonna get the eight ounce beers instead of the 12 but if you're drinking double amount that kind of <laughs> defeats the the purpose of it so i can kind of get it yeah you know the only thing i could come up with is like i'm not a big beer drinker i'm getting more into it um and so i'm kind of a horrible culprit of drinking it while it's cold and once it's not cold anymore i'm pretty much over it um, so that's the only thing I can think of is at least then they're small. So you finish it while it's still like insane, cold, blue mountains, the whole bit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before it gets to that awkward, warm, uh, uh Nothing like a warm taste. Coors Light. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of, of Coors Light to, to begin with. I mean, if I have it, I'll drink it. I'm not going to turn down a beer, but yeah, if it's the colder, the better. Once it gets warm, it's like, uh, all right, let me just this, pound it down quick and move on. This is now an obligation, not an enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of get the feeling then that you're not uh, a big 40-ounce uh, drinker then if, if you can't take the, uh, <laughs> you know, the, warm, I, uh, the warm beer. This is a horrible confession to make on this podcast, but uh, I don't think I've ever had a 40-ounce uh, I don't. I I can't recall a time that I have. 
Yeah, well, you got to add that to your list <laughs> of, uh, of things to do. I want to see on your Instagram posts here. Soon enough, I got to see a 40 ounce of whatever. It doesn't have to be uh, a malt liquor or anything like that. I mean, if you did, you know, that'd be great. I think I'm going to have to, though. Like, I think I'm going to, if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it right. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say you could start out, you know, simple with a 40 of, you know, you could get a 40 of Coors Light or or whatever beer you, you like, just a basic regular beer. Or you just go all out, get a 40 of, you know, a Colt 45, you know, uh, Old English. I mean, uh, there, there's a variety out there for you to pick from. You just have to uh, take your shot. I, I think I'm going to have to do it. And I have a local liquor liquor store that uh, I'm good buddies with, and they will absolutely die um, <laughs> to see me walking out with that. So. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be like, are you okay? Uh, is <laughs> this for you or is this for, yeah. for somebody is else? A, is this a gag gift? Like, what are you doing yeah. with it? You're not buying this for the kids outside, right? <laughs> <laughs> they I I shouldn't say that. They'd probably support that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz I was going to say too. I, w- I was kind of surprised cuz I don't know if you saw the the big news today. I know that all the hard seltzers are the rage. Natty Light. Days. Natty Light came out. They announced with their new uh hard seltzers are going to be hitting the market uh Soon enough, I don't know, they didn't say when exactly, but they have at least their two varieties here. The Natural Light Seltzer, the Aloha Beaches, when mango and peach go beach mode, and the Catalina Lime Mixer, when cherry and lime become best friends. So I give them props for the names of these uh, seltzers. If you're going to go for it you might as well be different <laughs> with your uh naming and name it something uh interesting uh I think but... that's what you got to do to stand out though i mean i i'm a fan i will say it i know i like it the white claws and the hard seltzers i mean for day drinking that is prime like you can put them away um, but I'm pretty excited about these. Like, I'm definitely going to hunt them out. And I think because they've kind of had fun with it and they've gone, you know, they know what people want to see. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm pretty sure that they'll do pretty good with their line of uh, beers. You know, people were questioning their reasoning for the Natterdays, the strawberry lemonade and beer. But hell, I, I bought it. I drank it. Uh, it wasn't my top choice when I had it the first time, but I do have to say over time, it kind of, uh, it kind of, you work up to it a little bit, you know, it gets a little bit easier to drink and it actually became a enjoyable beverage. I had a couple, uh, this past weekend, a couple that I had left in the fridge and I'm like, you know what? At first I kind of, you know, gave it crap for, you know, being, you know, lemonade and, and beer. But when I drank it this weekend, I'm like, you know, for the summer afternoon beer, it's it's really not that bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, that is one that I still have not picked up. Um, and it's been, honestly, I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it. So it's I've kind of been on the fence on if it'd be worth it or not, because I feel like those things are usually pretty polarizing. Like you hear yeah, if it's yeah. good or if it's bad. And I feel like everybody stayed quiet, which almost makes me think that they're 
okay, and no one wanted to admit yeah, that were... A, they drank them, and B, that they didn't hate it. Yeah, it was decent. I'll, I wouldn't buy a 30-pack of it. Uh, if you could find a 6-pack, you're probably good, but I could only get a 12-pack, at least that I could find. Because I know I had some people that said they only had 30 packs by them. They're like, oh, is it worth getting a 30 pack? I'm like, uh, I don't know about 30 <laughs> uh, of them, but a 12 pack, that's that's doable. I mean, you'll probably have to space it out over time because it's, it's one of those beers that you can't really drink a lot of. Is it sweet? Like, did you, I mean, do they really play up kind of that like lemonade side? Yeah, it it is sweet. It it is, it is sweet. I mean, it's not overly sweet. It's not like a, uh, a malt beverage sweet, like, uh, like a four loco type sweet, (laughs) but, um, uh, it, it does have a little sweetness to it and, and you don't really taste any beer in it. So that's both, you know, Good and bad, so you get more of that fake strawberry lemonade taste. So uh, you kind of take that that like face value with it. Okay, fair enough. I guess I'll have to pick some up, give it a try. Yeah, I mean, if you pick that up when the the seltzers, you know, hit the shelves too, then you'll have a uh, I'll have a whole spread. Yeah, a, a whole natty spread. light spread. I know, because I mean, these. I mean, I'm I'm amazed that the, like the white claw phenomena that has you know, come seemingly out of nowhere. <laughs> it really did. This summer, because I actually had. I mean, I know they've been out for a while now, because I actually had it on my list of potential topics for last summer. I was thinking of doing a feature on uh, hard seltzers, but never got around to it in the summer like there's the white claw there's the there's the henry's hard cider i think there's a smirnoff hard cider as well i mean now you have the the natty light seltzers that are going to be coming out so i mean there's quite a variety out there but it's the white claws that just like exploded and over the past few weeks have been all over the place you know it's kind of funny because i'm you know historically i've always been the girl that I am always in on whatever's new. Um, I mean, I had my liquor store ordering like these Jack Daniels mixed drinks um, for the longest time because like that's what I was into. Um, And I always got such a hard time. And so now that White Claw's blown up and all my guy friends think it's great, you know, now that it's acceptable. (laughs) But when it first came out and I was bringing that around, you know, this is kind of cool being very hipster about it as I tend to be they were like giving me so much trouble over it you know it's just the next mic's hard like all this stuff and so now they're all into it and they will not at all um, admit that I was drinking it long before that they discovered it Um, and they're really biased they're super white claw they're very against truly they drag that name through the mud. Um, so I don't know where like the white claw thing really rose above the rest of them because there's a million different types out now. But yeah, yeah, I'm not even sure like which one was the first one. I don't know if they were the first out of the bunch or who was was first. I mean, it's just like that's the one that latched on and people just flocked to with everything. So it's like, no, okay, it's just like. 
it's it's the end thing now. It it really is. And so I'm assuming you've seen the the video that viral video, um, you know, ain't no laws when you're drinking claws yes, and all yes, of those. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I think that had to have like you know, just catapulted it because yeah. it's hilarious. It is really funny. Um, but it just made I think it's it makes everybody just kind of laugh it off. But I mean, shoot, they're refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> when you're out at the pool, like I don't, that's what everybody says. They're like, you know, they're they're good and you know they're refreshing. It's low calorie too for the people out there that are you know watching their watching their calorie intake. I mean, it's a hard seltzer just with you know alcohol and and flavoring to it, depending on which one you have. I mean, exactly. Though, okay, so the one thing, though, I will say, I recently came across that they have White Claw Pure, which is unflavored. I don't think I, I, I haven't had one, I'll admit. I don't think I could do it. No, I, I think you kind of want, you need some sort of a flavor with it. I mean, because if you're just drinking alcoholic seltzer, it's like, we'll just have, uh, you know, just take a shot of something. <laughs> I mean, it's right? like, it's like, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I guess we'll see if the the hard seltzer white claw fad is here for the the long run, or if it will be like many of the others over the years. I mean, I did a full feature three or four years ago on the the hard sodas that were the big thing, you know, before the seltzers came out. But that was like the the alternative to the to the beer of the world. So can the White Claw stick around or will it be forgotten after the summer of 2019? I mean, we'll I, I'm, I'm with you because I, I, I don't think it's going to survive the winter. I really don't. Um, I think back, just like you said, the hard sodas, like the, the, the root beers that were out, yeah, those yeah. became so big. And I mean, I haven't really heard or seen much of any of those. So no, no, I mean they're still out there. I'll see them, but it's not the, it's not quite the buzz about them like it was when the Not Your Father's Root Beer came out. People right. were going crazy, like oh my god, you have to, you have to try this. It tastes just like a, uh, just like a root beer. You don't even taste the alcohol in it. You can drink these all day. Then. Then Henry's came out with, you know, an orange soda. Then there was orange cream soda. And then black cherry ginger ale, the the Mountain Dew ripoff. I mean, there was <laughs> pretty much every type of soda, grape soda that they had. And then it evolved into the seltzer. So it's kind of wondering now, it's okay, well, we did sodas, we did seltzers, but what's next for them on the the list for next year? You know, I'm going to call it right now, and I think it's going to be, I think hard kombucha is going to pick up, because <laughs> I, I do. Everybody, I, I think the hard seltzer has this, like, air of being some kind of health, like, being somewhat healthy, because yeah, the whole LaCroix yeah. movement, you yeah, know, oh, I don't drink soda, I drink. Yeah, yeah, it's, I drink seltzer, this is 100 calories, you know, uh, it's simple for the people that are, you know. Oh, you know, I'm I'm just watching my weight. I'm just 100 calories, but I still get my 5% alcohol, my good buzz going from it. My only calories are from alcohol, so, like, I have to keep yes. up my numbers here. <laughs> yeah, for the people that, you know, 
go throughout their week, you know, watch what they eat and drink and exercise. You know, there it used to be people would go all week, try to eat eat good, work out, you know, just keep an eye on what they're doing. So then for the weekend, they could just kind of, you know, go crazy, <laughs> drink, drink and eat what they like and not worry about, okay, does my alcohol only have 100 calories in it? I mean, that's not the place that I'm counting. I'll be honest. I mean, like that is the one area that like, if I want to drink, I want to drink and I'm not really worried about, you know, do I need a light beer or do I need to drink vodka because it's supposed to be, you know, the optimal option. Like I rather cut out other places than cut out on my drink. Yeah. 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 Cause it's funny. Cause it's like, you don't really think about beer wise calories compared to like a soda. You're like, okay, well, I'm not going to drink, you know, a can of Coke because, you know, it's 150 calories, but I'll drink, you know, six, you know, just say Budweiser's at 150 calories and not think twice about it. It's funny when you compare alcoholic calories to just regular everyday, you know, soft drink calories. No, I have a friend who's like, no soda. And I mean, I respect that. Good for you. I, every now I need a Mountain Dew and especially with booze, that's like a go-to for me. I mean, the seven and seven, but I give him a hard time because he'll, you know, he'll drink heavy beers and stuff like that, but he's like, no soda. And it's all a health kick for him. He's like, oh, I, I don't drink soda. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Good for you. Um, but what about that stout you just drank? Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee that that is, uh, yeah, that's probably like, yeah, it's probably like 200, you know, calories right in that one beer, but, but right. Hey man, it's up to you. That's, that's right? your thing. You Live do what you life. want to do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you want to count your calories in one spot and not in the other. Hey, nothing wrong with that. More power to you. As I always say, it's a judgment free zone here with whatever you want to drink. It's it's cool with me. I got no problems with it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so so where uh, so I was kind of wondering where did you come up with this whole you know your whole Instagram? I know that I know you have a Twitter, but you don't really use it because I asked you this when you did the post. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe one day maybe one day you'll get there. But I guess we're taking you know you know baby steps you know with everything. But um. I mean, pretty much if if you follow Samantha at This Girl Drinks on, on Instagram, you get a wide variety of different drink posts and pretty much in all your different stops throughout the United States. You see all the different concoctions and, and drinks you're enjoying in your travels. So what kind of got you to start, you know, documenting all this? You know, I actually... It- traveling alone is boring. Um, so for my job, I'm all over the place by myself, um, which took me a long time to adapt to, but I kind of found that if I go out to dinner, I can sit at the bar that makes it less awkward. Um, and so I started really seeking out places that had good bars and I posted a picture on my personal Instagram, um, just kind of, you know, showcasing the drink and it was a New York sour. So it's the whiskey sour with red wine on top. So it looks really cool. Um, and a friend of mine was like, Hey, that's, you should start posting places you go to, like you should start blogging it. 
I wasn't really sure if I wanted to do the whole blog thing and writing up everything. Um, so I kind of settled on, you know, I'll start this Instagram account. And then once I got into it, I mean, it was the community that that is out there for, um, you know, I'm really big into whiskey as much as I drink everything. Whiskey's kind of my go-to. So the whiskey community, the cocktail community, um, just a really cool environment of people sharing ideas and, um, giving recommendations and all this kind of stuff. So I really started to get into it. Um, and so I started kind of posting as I went places, uh, just the different drinks that I was getting and these, uh, craft cocktails places. And then it really started opening up into more of just anything I go and drink. Um, people just love seeing, I think bars everywhere, you know, you don't, you get used to the bars where you live or where you usually go. Um, so I really found that people like to see the different bars that are out there, whether it's a dive bar, I get as much interaction and involvement on a post about uh, a bar that only serves bottled beer as much as I do up to things that are just insane craft cocktail places that do $20 plus drinks. Um, so it's really kind of a cool environment that there's a lot of people out there that are really interested in. Yeah, there are. People like to, I don't know why, but people just, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I mean, everybody likes to post their drinks and everything, but people just like to see what other people are drinking or where they are, you know, drinking it. And, and I'm just scrolling through, you know, your Instagram right now and, and it's all your different travels, all different places. Okay. If it's at the, at the bar, at a baseball game, at the beach, at the pool, you know, it's it's all over the place. And okay, here, hey, this is what I'm drinking. You know, now, and sometimes it's a gives a good idea for somebody else to say, oh wow, she's drinking this. I never really thought of that. Maybe it's something that I'll want to give a shot and and try out. You know, I mean, there's it's like I said, when you go through here, there's a wide variety of drinks. It's not just the same thing. I mean, like here, like just clicked on the uh, the Miller High Life, you know, champagne bottle you had to ring in the uh, in in the new year, you know. So, it's it's a it's a wide variety of drinks. Exactly, and that's I mean, I love places. I mean, there's some places in like New York City, um, Seattle that just do over the top drinks that even I don't know all the ingredients in them. Um, and things like that. But then at the same time, you know, the, the Miller High Life champagne bottle was probably, I cannot tell you how many of my personal friends, Instagram friends sent me posts about that bottle coming out. Um, so it's kind of just funny the atmosphere I have where I am the dive bar girl, but at the same time, everybody knows that I'll go and drink, you know, these craft cocktails places. Um, so it's kind of a cool space to be in. Yeah, you, you keep it honest, you know? It's like, okay, yeah, I like this fancy stuff, you know, but still, I know my roots. I know where we all started out, you know, on the with all the cheap stuff, you know, if it's the, the Miller High Life bottle, the mini Coors Light cans. I mean, while you haven't started out at the 40-ounce level that is on your list now of things to do, so I'll be looking forward to... Uh, seeing that upcoming post of the yeah. 40 there so uh but yeah no it, it's cool the whole thing you're 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 doing here you know just you know 
drinking, having fun, and documenting it for the for the world to see, and you know, getting new ideas of new drinks, things to try out, and telling people, you know, hey, this is what I'm drinking, and then, like I said, they'll see it and say, okay, I had no idea what this drink is, but but man, that looks good. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, and one of the things that I recently, for a long time, I wasn't posting the ingredients on drinks, mostly because I'm very forgetful, and I wouldn't um, really look into them. And then now I've really started to try to make an effort to say, let me snap a picture of the menu, let me find out what's in this, because even the simple ones, I mean, there's some stuff you can make at home, if you just kind of snagged a couple bottles. Um and so it's just one of those things that's kind of nice, like, to share that and kind of show people. Uh, my home bar is insane. Um, it's ugly. <laughs> and a lot of, I mean, just tons of bottles that I picked up to make certain things. Um, but, I mean, you can do a lot of really cool home bartending. Uh, and I think people underestimate that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take much to... To do it, like you said, just get a bunch of different bottles, different ingredients, things to have on hand. I mean, and next thing you know, you can mix a bunch of things together and boom, you have a new uh, concoction right there. Exactly. And I think, too, I mean, get creative on your own. You don't necessarily have to have a recipe. I mean, like you're you start somewhere with your apple Jim Beam and ginger ale and then, you know, a couple other things here and there. And all of a sudden you have something that you can show off to your friends and they don't have to be the wiser that uh, it's not something that you've had some recipe on, right. you know, some crafty <laughs> cocktail. <laughs> Honestly, I found if you pull out bitters at any party, I mean, it could be vodka, soda and bitters and people are going to be amazed and think that you're just like this crazy craft bartender. Yeah. Like, oh man, how'd you come up with this? You know, concoction is great. You know, what's, what's in it? You're like, oh, you know, don't, don't ask. You know, just <laughs> exactly. Just, just enjoy it. Exactly. Do you like it? Yes, then that is good. Don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, Samantha, I appreciate you taking the time and, and chatting with me here on on the podcast. You know, we'll be looking forward to seeing where you end up next. And I do want to give my uh, condolences to you to you for your uh, your flamingo that. Uh, that moved on to uh, uh, the afterlife uh, last weekend, you know. So hopefully you're doing okay over there. <laughs> it was a rough <laughs> one. It definitely was a hard loss. And and that you recovered from your, your bee sting, too. I saw that, so. The first one in uh, 27 years, so. But hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, you had your white claw. You had your tequila. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That what more makes, do you need? Uh, that makes uh that makes everything better uh so you want to i mean we kind of plugged your stuff already but if you want to you know give it one final plug and anything else you have going on you want to you know tell everybody about yeah um, i mean check out my adventures at this girl drinks um i'm always happy to take recommendations i'm all over the country all the time so uh, no matter what city you're in uh, if you have recommendations for me definitely drop me a dm um, I love hearing stuff from people on the places that they love. So let me know. All right. Awesome. All right. So we will be, we'll be in touch. I'll be looking forward to that, uh, that 40 ounce picture, you know, posting up there too. And if you end up getting, uh, 
your hands on some of the new uh, Natty Light uh, seltzers before I do. Because, uh, like I said, I haven't had any of the seltzers yet, but uh, stay tuned. There might be a special treat coming uh, coming to the uh, the readers of bumwinebob.com and the listeners out there in the in the coming weeks. I'll just uh, I'll leave it at that for everybody. So Samantha, I'll uh, raise my glass to you and uh, cheers you. We'll, we'll talk to you on the flip side. Cheers, sounds great. <laughs>